Welcome to another episode of Lessons from a Prodigal. My name is Mike Peroni and I am your host. And today is Monday, September the 21st, 2020. I hope that you folks have had a great week. I thank you for joining joining us on this podcast. And um, as always, it's my prayer that um, these podcasts are a blessing to you and that you are being fed through them and encouraged and strengthened and challenged as well because uh, it's a good thing to be challenged, especially in the day and age that we're living in. Nothing, nothing like a good challenge, especially when it comes to our spiritual walk and our relationship with God and our Lord. And um, so I'm glad that you're joining us today. Um, I'd like to start off this podcast by, um, first of all, thanking uh, Pastor Joe Tringali from uh, the pastor at Christian Trinity Assembly of God in East Point, Michigan. Uh, last week, he gave me the honor of, of having a chance to share uh, some of my testimony before his congregation, and uh, I'm, I'm definitely blessed and and uh, thankful for the opportunity to do that. Uh, great congregation there. People were awesome. And um, so I just want to thank Pastor Joe for uh, allowing me that opportunity to uh, do something I haven't done in, in 13 years, and that was stand behind a pulpit and, and preach. So thank you, Pastor Joe. And the congregation there was was very welcoming and uh, uh, very, um, very kind to pray for me. And uh, it was just a, a great day. So thank you again, Pastor Joe and, and uh, the congregation at Christian Trinity Assembly of God. Um, today, I want to talk about fearing God. Today, I want to talk about fearing God. Something that um, um, obviously is encouraged in the scripture to do, and something that uh, maybe we need to talk about because, you know, going back to what this podcast is about to help people who have fallen into sin and struggling to get back on their feet. Um, you know, again, going back to why, you know, that question always comes up as to, again, why did it happen? Why do people fall? And um, as we talk about this every week, you know, <clears throat> Of course, there's many reasons why, you know, but another reason that the Lord kind of prompted my heart this week, um, and as I continue to think about my life, and, and, you know, I never forget, and I'm always searching for answers, and, um, of course, God first showed me, you know, a while ago how my pride got in the way, but he also showed me this week that there's another ingredient that was missing in my walk with the Lord that caused me to stumble and fall. And it's a huge one. Matter of fact, it's probably the most important one because of my lack of fear of the Lord. You know, again, as we continue in our walk and we get comfortable at being a Christian and, you know, and, you know, some of us, again, have been going to church all our lives and we've heard the scriptures, you know, some of us has even, have even preached it. And, and um, you know, again, we just get comfortable and, and uh, we forget about the basics again, as, as we talked about a few podcasts ago. And, um, you know, of course, one of the basics of Christianity, one of the basics as a believer in God and believer in Jesus Christ and a believer in the Holy Spirit. And, uh, of course, one of the basics is the one thing we ought to always be doing, <laughs> and that is to fear God. You know, um, it's, it's, it just comes with the territory. You know, matter of fact, all men should fear God. And, uh, of course, as we look around again in our nation and in our world, We've definitely have seen over the years and 
And uh, especially this year, as with everything going on, that there is no fear of God, you know, uh, amongst the amongst our nation, our leaders, and and uh, I don't know, maybe even some of our churches, you know. And uh, that is something that we need to talk about because fearing God is a good thing. You know, um, I know that we are taught not to fear things. We are taught to be, to trust and to, and to not let our circumstances or not to let people um, put fear in us. And that's all true. I know the Bible talks about not fearing other people, other men, other, other human beings, you know. And the Bible talks about how we're not to fear our circumstance, regardless of what circumstance we're in. And, um, you know, I know the Bible tells us to be anxious for nothing, but to pray through everything and to trust God through everything. But the only reason that we're able not to fear man and the only reason we're able not to fear our circumstances and the only reason we're able not to be anxious about anything in our lives is because of God. Because without him, then we would fear men. Without him, we would fear our circumstances. Without him, you know, we'd be anxious. We're, we're anxious even when we have him, you know. So, you know, fear, when they talk about not fearing anything, okay, well, there is one person that we are to fear. And it is a fear that we should never lose. And that is the fear of God. You know, um, we love the pastors. We, we love the, you know, pastors when they preach about, you know, God's grace and God's mercy. We love hearing messages on God's forgiveness and uh, God's repent, uh, forgiveness, God's uh, ability to heal and to deliver. I mean, we like all that, what we call, quote, good stuff, you know. We love to hear about that. We love to hear about God's patience and his kindness. And it's all true. I mean, God is the most merciful, kind, patient, loving father that they'll ever be. You, you can't outdo him when it comes to love and mercy and grace and his patience. And it's all true. And, 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 and we want to hear that. It brings us hope. It brings us comfort. But the one thing that we don't like to hear about God <laughs> is his other side. And that would be the side of his wrath, the side of his, his discipline, you know, the side that, 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 that causes bad things to happen when we choose to disobey him. You know, the God who judges, you know, he is the ultimate judge and will always be the ultimate judge. And he'll be the ultimate judge at the end of our lives and at the end of the world. You know, every man, the Bible says, every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. No matter who they are, whether they're a believer or not, regardless, every human being at one point is going to bend their knee and they're going to bow before the Lord and they're going to confess Jesus Christ as Lord. And um, we can't forget about our Father and who He is completely. You know, we just can't believe in the good stuff. You know, we can't just believe in one part of Him and not believe in Him entirely, His complete being. And if you don't know by now, God is complete. He is whole. He is consistent. He never changes. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if you're really a Bible student and have gone through the Word, you know, if you've read stories in the past, you know, about God's wrath, you know, we saw what happened when God was un wasn't pleased when he created man. 
and he ended up flooding out the whole world and 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 destroyed everyone except of course Noah and his family you know we read in the bible about the plagues that came upon egypt when they were disobedient and uh you know throughout scriptures we've read how god has brought down many kings nations even his own people of israel you know he disciplined them because of their lack of fear of him you know and they end up you know instead of going right to the promised land they had to take a 40-year detour you know out in the desert and it was all because of their disobedience and god will discipline those who are dis- who are disobedient you know and it's not to be cruel it's not because he hates us it's not because of it's because matter of fact it's because he loves us because the bible does say that god does discipline those that he loves and um but this fear of god is vital to our walk because really as believers in god as followers of christ as christians regardless of what church you go to what denomination you belong to and or however you you know receive your word through through you know you actually bringing your word to the Bible or, or hearing it from from a priest or somebody that's speaking from the pulpit, you know, um, we as believers, you know, should never forget the lesson. And hopefully, your pastors and preachers are teaching you about the fear of God, because that is really where it all starts. That's where it all starts, as far as you know, um, when we come to making decisions and whether our decisions are good or not, you know, um, fear of God. If you, if you have that within you will cause you to think before you act, it will cause you to, to make right choices, you know, because of that fear. Um, it's a good thing. It's good for us. And in a minute here, we're going to talk about the benefits that come from fearing the Lord. But before we get there, let me ask a couple questions, just get the thoughts flowing through our head here. Um, but just want to ask you a couple questions as you're planning out your day today. Maybe you're planning out your week. Um, you know, maybe you're planning out your month. I don't know. Maybe you're planning out the rest of your year. <laughs> you know, some people like to plan ahead. Me, I'm a spontaneous person and believe me, it's gotten me in a lot of trouble. So, um, but you know, as we're planning, let me ask you, I mean, have you, do you think about that? Do you, do you consider as you're making your plans, um, uh, what God thinks of them? Um, you know, do you, do you ask yourself, you know, is this something that I should be doing or something I shouldn't be doing? And, uh, does that thought cause you to maybe change your plans because, uh, you know that what you're doing is not right and you have fear of the Lord. And because of that fear of the Lord, you say, you know, maybe my flesh might want this, but, but I know God doesn't want this. And so I'm not going to do it. I mean, that's what the fear of the Lord is. You know, it's not sitting there trembling and, and cringing, but it's an awe. It's a, it's a having, having a, a reverent awe for the Lord and believing in him and trusting him and, you know, wanting to do what pleases him. And so when you make your plans today, whether they be work-related or home-related or socializing, you know, do you think about that? Do you ask yourself, is this something that God would want me to do? Is this something that would bring a smile on his face? Is this something, uh, uh, something that God would bless? Um, is God's looking upon me doing this? You know, am I making him happy? Am I making him angry? You know, 
we have to ask ourselves these questions because I wish I would have done that <laughs> because I know, again, because of my lack of the fear of the Lord, you know, obviously, you know, what happened happened. And uh, obviously to be able to continue that for a total of four years was what the whole relationship lasted. Obviously, there had to be a lack of fear. Um, no, there was lots of fear as far as getting caught. <laughs> You know, there was fear of what this is going to do to my life as far as, you know, losing my family, losing the church. You know, there was fear of what other people are going to think when it does come out. But the one thing I should have been fearing, the only thing I should have been fearing, the main thing I should have been fearing, the main one, was God. Because I can assure you, if I truly had that fear of the Lord in me, (laughs) I would have ran from that relationship as quickly as possibly as I possibly could. And so, you know, just something to think about. Ask yourself. I mean, maybe you don't. Maybe you don't even think about it when you're planning your life, you know. But as believers, again, in God, if we're going to believe in God, then we're going to have to believe in God and believe in God completely. Not only the parts of him and his attributes that we love to hear about all the good stuff. No, we need to understand and believe in God, who is the almighty God, the almighty judge, the one who does discipline, the one who does cause us to feel the consequences of our sins. You know, God is not going to, you know, turn a blind eye to what we're doing. God is not going to sweep it under the carpet and act like it never happened. You know, God is going to do what he says he's going to do. And if we choose to disobey him, (laughs) then we should only expect his judgment, his consequences, his discipline to happen. And so, with that in mind, you know, um, not so, just so you see, I'm not just making this stuff up, <laughs> but we do read in the Bible specifically three verses of Scripture that give us the same direction. Um, starting in Psalm, with Psalm 2, chapter 2, verse 11, David tells us to serve the Lord with fear and with rejoice with trembling. Paul tells the Philippian church in, chap- in chapter 2, verse 12, he says, therefore, dear, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Fear. <laughs> we don't like that word. But again, when it comes to God, it's a good thing. It is someone. He is someone that we should fear. He is the almighty God. He can do anything, anytime he wants. I mean, if God chose to, he could just, with one spoken word, even today, completely destroy this world. But he chooses not to because of his love. But that doesn't mean that he's not going to come and that he's not going to judge and that he's not going to give each person what they deserve when we all have to stand before him on Judgment Day. And so we need to keep that fear. And Paul tells the church to to work out your salvation through fear, with fear, and trembling. But not only did Paul and David say something about it, but Jesus himself, the Son of God himself, told his disciples in Luke chapter 12, verses 4 through 5, he says, I tell you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, and after that can do no more. But I will show you whom you should fear. 
He says, fear him who after the killing of the body has power to throw you into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him. And so even Jesus is telling us, hey, (laughs) you need to fear God. You need to fear the ultimate judge. Because again, there's a day that's going to come when we're all going to have to stand before him to give an account of our lives. And so just something to think about this week, you know, I mean, you know, as you're planning your day, as you're planning your week, you know, to have an understanding that before we make any decision, you know, we need to really seek God. We need to make sure that we're, what we're doing is pleasing to him. And uh, again, is it easy? No. I mean, you know, again, that flesh gets in the way and, uh, you know, our desires get in the way and we want to do what we want to do. And we don't even give God a consideration, you know, we don't even think about it. We just do it. But maybe we need to start our thinking a different way, understanding that God is watching us, that God does see everything we do. Matter of fact, not, not, not only does he see everything we do, but he hears everything we do and he knows everything we're thinking. <laughs> you know, he is the ultimate God who, as loving as he is, he is also the just God. And the almighty God, who will never change. But, you know, I don't want this to be an all doom and gloom thing, because as always, when God instructs us to do something, when the word tells us to do something, you know, there's good reason for it. God's not doing it just to be cruel, just because he doesn't want us to live a life of, you know, nothing, (laughs) you know, you know, he doesn't, not that he doesn't want us to have any fun, um, but he's doing it because fearing the God, fearing God, does what the what, what it's supposed to do. And that's to protect us, to protect us from the world, to protect us from sin, to protect us from the enemy, and to protect us from the consequences of sin. And just like with everything else in the, in the word, you know, when God tells us to do something, you know, it's for our benefit. You know, it's to help us. And, uh, and, if, and this is no different when it comes to the fear of the Lord. Um, let me throw some scriptures at you as far as the benefits of fearing God. And you can find all these benefits in the book of Proverbs. And so starting with Proverbs, um, for chapter 1, verse 7, right off the get-go, it says that fearing God is the beginning of wisdom. If you want to be wise, fear God. And Proverbs 9, verse 10 says fearing God um, is the beginning of knowledge. So if you want to be, again, be smart and, and know what's right, well, know what's wrong, know the truth, then fear God. Proverbs verse, uh, chapter 10, verse 27 says that fearing God adds to life, adds length to life. You want to have a long life? Fear God. Proverbs fourteen twenty seven says that the fear of the Lord is the fountain of life, turning a man from the snare of death. Proverbs 16, 6 says, fearing God... When you fear God, a man avoids evil. So you want to be free? You want to make good choices? You want to live a life that is pleasing to God and, and, and quit falling into sin and falling and stumbling your way through this, through this life? Then fearing God helps a man avoid evil. Proverbs 19.23 says that fearing God leads to life. Then one, resists, one rests content, untouched by trouble. Don't want trouble in your life? Fear God, because if you fear God, you'll make the right choices and their trouble (laughs) won't come into your life. If you don't like the trouble you're in, fear God. Proverbs 22.4 
says that uh, fearing God brings wealth and honor and life. Now, of course, we don't serve God to get wealthy, though if he chooses to make us wealthy, that's I'm fine with that. <laughs> haven't, haven't had it yet, but fearing God says that, that fearing him will bring wealth and honor and life. So if you want respect, if you want people to trust you, if you want people to look up to you, fear God, and you'll have that honor and respect that you want. And lastly, the benefit from fearing God in Proverbs 28, 14 says that fearing God brings blessings. So as you can see, there's a lot of benefits that come with this as well. Because God is a loving Father. Because God is an awesome God. So as we go forward in this week, I highly encourage you to, to take what I'm saying as, as, you know, as truth and to do something about it. You know, to get some, ask yourself some hard questions, you know, ask yourself the truth. I mean, do you fear God? Do you, and if you don't, that's okay to admit it because God knows if you fear him or not, you know, you're not fooling him, you know, but we should all have that fear of the Lord. So if you're going to lose fear, then go ahead and lose fear. But the one fear you don't want to lose is the fear of God, because that's the fear we need to hold on to to keep us out of trouble. It's the fear we need to hold on to to be pleasing in the, in the Lord's sight. It's the fear that we need to cause, that will cause us to make good choices. And it's the fear we need to get back if we've lost it, if we're going to get back in the right path and not make the same mistakes again. And so this week, just as you're planning your day, as you're planning your week, you know, um, consider that. You know, think about that. You know, what does God think about this move? What does God think about this activity? What does God think about this choice? Will it bring glory and honor to him? Because as believers in God, that is our ultimate goal, right? That is what we're supposed to be doing. Our lives should be lives that glorify the Lord. Our lives should be lives that, 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 that are an example to the lost of what a believer truly is. You know, our lives should be examples as Paul's life was an example of a follower of Christ. And believe me, all these great men of God, I believe if you go back and look at their history and read about their lives, I can almost positively, 100% say with positively, <laughs> that the one thing that they all had in common was the fear of God. You know? And so again, as we go on with this week, keep that in mind. You know, seek God. If you don't have that fear, talk to him about it. Tell them you want that fear, you know, and it's not a bad thing. You know, again, everybody talks about how bad fear is. And yes, it's, 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 it's bad. It can be. But with God, you know, all things are possible. And the fear we're not supposed to have, he can get rid of. The fear we're not supposed to have, he'll take care of. But the one fear we should never lose ever, ever is the fear of God. So as you go on with your week, God bless you. Um, Hopefully this podcast is helping you. And again, I encourage you to, to hit that follow button when you go to the, to the podcast and, and uh, uh, continue to listen to, to this podcast weekly. And as always, if you know of anyone that needs to hear this, uh, any of these podcasts, please, please, please pass it along. Let them know we're here. And um, next week, we'll, we'll be back again with another lesson. All right, until then, God bless you. Have a great day.